Paul Robinson is set to make his return to British wrestling with RCWA. Charlie Morgan is the first entrant for Wrestle Carnival's Queen of the Carnival tournament. Eric Young has been announced for FNW's Rise of the Kingdom. Charlie Evans is returning to the UK. Drew Park has been confirmed for five GCW shows. Cara Noir has been announced in the number one contenders ladder match for WXW's 21 anniversary show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to TNT's A Great British Wrestling Podcast for Great British Wrestling, as featured on Bodyslam.net. I am your host, the Great British Attack, Mr. Andrew Moore, and Andy Most, and I am joined, as always, by the co-host. He is the pro wrestling t-shirt champion of the world. Big daddy, husband, what was dad, husband? Oh, <laughs> feminist. Feminist, Dan. oh hello i am in a great mood black friday was kind to me as far as wrestling t-shirts went um i have new t-shirts coming from grabs apparel and i have new t-shirts coming from the wwe um euro shop although i must admit um you seem to be getting a fantastic deal until you went to postage which was then like 11 quid I was like, 11 quid on a £5 t-shirt seems a little bit harsh, but if you get enough £5 t-shirts, it works out all right. Well, I uh, managed to get uh, a deal for a birthday, because my birthday is uh, just over a week away now. And, uh, I better get so you we, a dress, actually, for a car. So we were looking at uh, what, to, what, what, what do I want for my birthday, and we saw on RevPro UK uh, shop today... Uh, a Kotoribushi jacket uh, on offer on sale, uh, which I absolutely love. So uh, that is on its way to me for my birthday, and I'm excited. I know exactly which so, jacket uh, you're talking about there. Oh, uh, Rust Pro and Progress had some good deals as well. Oh, Progress! I didn't check out Progress. But Progress yes. t-shirts down to a fiver. Ooh, I have to have a look at that one. But yes, got the uh, Kotoribushi. So I'm really happy for that. Uh, can't wait. I'm sure I've got a few more T-shirts lined up for Christmas and so forth. Uh, but uh, we've had a good week, haven't we? We've uh, been chatting yeah. to a lot of people lately. We uh, have. If you hadn't noticed, of course, we released two specials during last week. Uh, one with the jacked and stacked daddy of professional wrestling, Shreddy. And one, of course, Stephen Bell, author of Dynamite and Davey, The Explosive Lies of British Bulldogs. And I really enjoyed both of those. So did I. Um, Shreddy, lovely, lovely guy. Um, gave us really good insight, gave some great road stories as well. And Stephen Bell, his knowledge is phenomenal. And the, um, the interview about the history of the Bulldogs is, I, I can't wait to read the book. Yeah, I can't. I certainly can't wait to read more because we tr- tried not to have him just tell us everything and spoil the book. Of course, we just covered a few uh, parts about uh, the early periods at the Wigan Snake Pit. Uh, we talked uh, about his time in Japan, his explosive matches with uh, Tiger Mask. But we also focused on what British wrestling as a whole was like at home when he first started. Plus, of course, when he was. Uh, becoming a major star what the actual what was happening to the scene in the UK at the time of course so knowledgeable and just such great interview and Shreddy as I say what a guy uh, 
you know, he is playing a dastardly heelish man, but he's certainly not <laughs> one in real life. Uh, an absolute gentleman and... Uh, and a true Pokemon expert. A true Pokemon expert. We, you know, we, 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 we love our geeks. We are geeks ourselves. Big, uh, big fat ones as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> big fat geek life. Shout out to the tribal chief of the big fat geeks, Stephen Salden, who uh, just sent me his X-Men list. It's yeah, not quite absolutely. the independent, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll give it to him. We'll read it out in just a short while when we talk about that. Because one of the questions we posed to Shreddy, it was a bit off the fly. We were just talking. He talked about his love for X-Men. And I said, oh, come on. Then. The old X-Men team based on British wrestlers. It was a bit of a fly question. He wasn't prepared for it. Uh, he gave us a fantastic four in the end, didn't he? Of, uh, he did indeed. Himself, they were a fantastic four. Rory Coyle, Benji, and uh, Rampage. Uh, but, of course, uh, we've thought a little bit more about this uh, behind the scenes, because, uh, of course, we are good friends. We do same content throughout the week. This isn't the only time we communicate with each other. Uh, uh, so we put together our own X-Men teams using uh, British wrestlers. Uh, and what we looked at is to try and... Is, well, every superhero team we looked at, kind of. So you needed a flyer. Well, you could have a flyer, a daredevil, a fighter, a powerhouse, a speedster, an acrobat, a leader, a tactician, a loot cat, cannon, for example. Anybody who could define a, I guess, a superhero role. Uh, so choosing between us, uh, we thought about it. I know Dan's got his. I've got mine. I'm really excited to hear yours. Should we actually go with Stevens first? Because well, we've done more thinking. independent. Yes. Why don't we go by the different style and then name who we all went for? What do you mean the different style? So a flyer, for example. Mm. Oh, yes. Well, I, I put my guy down and put what role they would be yeah. uh, as, a, as a thing. But uh, okay, So let's yeah. have a look at Stevens, uh, the, the tribal chief of the Big Fat Geeks. He just sent it across. Uh, now he has uh, just based it on British wrestlers, uh, but not all, not all on the independent scene. So from Stephen, we've got uh, William Ree was the leader and mentor. Think like Professor X. Oh, what? I mean, perfect. The Bruiser Ray, he is the dark and brooding anti-hero. If he's not available, give Ridgeway a call. I like that. Uh, well, Danny Black is Daredevil true he is the kid without fear uh drew mcintyre as the powerhouse yeah i, I like that lizzie evo is the femme fatale Ooh. uh clementine is the acrobat and then tyler bay as the squad leader in the field a la cyclops uh i really like that team it's a fun little team that he has put together not bad at all okay so i went for my leader is going to be doug williams Ooh, of course yeah um, I have then gone for my daredevil as Daz Black. Danny was considered, but I went yep. for Daz Black. Um, my shoot fighter is Lizzie Evo. Oh, okay. Um, I think Lizzie she, she is a scrapper. She really yeah. is. So yeah, got to have a scrapper in there. Got to have Shreddy in there as the powerhouse. <laughs> of course. My high flying speedster is the OJMO. Nice, nice, nice. A loose cannon is Casey. Okay. And finally, everyone needs to have a turncoat character. Ooh, Someone who starts off as your face and ends up 
really letting everybody down. And I'm going for Adam Maxted because I reckon he can do that really well. I think he could be a face and then an evil, evil heel. So I want to go for Maxted as my turncoat. I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, okay, shall we go for my team? Uh, so my leader, he's, a, he's an experienced head out there. He's also a flyer. His name is Jody Fleisch. Oh, nice. Uh, and then as my kind of flyer acrobat, just Joe Lando. Uh, as a speedster, slash, he is the Prince of Pace after all, Callum Newman. Yep. Uh, as uh, my fighter, and uh, let's be honest, he's got some, he could uh, fill a role as a speedster through this rail, Ricky Knight Jr. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my powerhouse is Molly Spartan. And my loose cannon is Casey. And uh, I can imagine them being like my Colossus and uh, Wolverine with the fastball pitch. <laughs> uh, and then I've gone for another powerhouse and that, uh, he's also a bit of a loose cannon himself. So certainly one that could maybe be the turncoat in the end as well. Warren Banks. Nice. I can't believe we both got the same loose cannon. Yeah, it's true, Casey. Well, uh, you know, she is an absolute superstar. I was thinking X-23 when I thought of Casey. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. I love that. I'll, I'll try and do my best to try and create some graphics uh, for that. <laughs> uh, I, I will do my best. Don't hate me, guys, if I don't use a great photo. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, guys out there, you know, we'd love some comments, uh, some people. We'd love to hear if you were to build a comic book around British wrestlers and their what who you would pick and why they would be in the role and what role they would be in. Please let us know. Uh, we think that would be fan-freaking-tastic. Definitely. Uh, Anyway, right, let's get on to some news. actual news, yeah. Uh, so, Paul Robinson is set to return to UK wrestling. Uh, he will be making his first appearance for RCWA, the Rainham Championship Wrestling Alliance, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the one in Essex. Uh, the promotion that has uh, the RCWA, they have released a video uh, a video statement that you can uh, go view. It is available on their Facebook page. I have viewed it myself. Uh, in which uh, it is told that, yes, he is using Paul Robinson as per who was spoken about during the investigate, uh, speaking out movement. Uh, now, the investigation had taken place. They have done an investigation and that they found no wrongdoing had been found. Uh, they also mentioned that progress uh, have also uh, did the investigation as well, and apparently found the same conclusions. Uh, I am yet to hear back from uh, progress in regards to this. Uh, so it'll be interesting to find out what his statement is with progress as well. Uh, so, yeah, as I say, he is uh, returning. Uh, he, there is also even a written statement that was provided to RCWA uh, by the initial victim's parents. 
who said that there should be no issue with regard to Paul Robinson. It will be interesting to see how he's accepted back. Yes, it certainly will be. Uh, as I say, it creates... I'll admit, I'm not saying it's a bad thing or a wrong thing. Uh, it does create a somewhat of a dangerous precedent. precedent. As we do know, uh, OTT have, of course, brought Scotty Davis back and have been using Scotty Davis regularly. He was called out in the Speaking Out movement. Unfortunately, OTT are unwilling to provide any statement regarding anybody that they use, regardless of if they were used in speaking out, they just carried out internal investigations and... Well, they, we don't they, even know they, that. Yeah, so yeah, actually, yeah, we don't know, we even know that. I'm, I'm going to assume that the promotion took some sort of internal investigations and that we can't... I don't, I don't no. like to speculate, uh, but yes, yeah, so... And then, of course, uh, you have Marty Skrull, who was recently wrestled in Germany, so not that far away from home. Uh, El Aguero, of course, uh, was photographed wrestling in the UK, of course. Young Jason Briggs, Briggs uh, was, of course, uh, photographed and... Uh, there was issues later, but carrying on. Uh, we also have Travis Banks, who, of course, made appearances uh, in Mexico, which I spoke about recently after going on a rant about Bandito. Uh, so, as I say, the good thing in here is the claim, is the apparent investigation that took place. Yes. Uh, as I say... They They've stated they've done the investigation. They've given the proof um, that they've been given. You can't ask them to do anything more than that. We'll see where things go from here. Yes. Now, of course, the... No, I think we're just going to leave it there. Anyway, so we're going to move on and uh, talk about... Uh, oh, might as well say, Paul Robinson's first match back will be against Callum Newman. <clears throat> I'm sure it's going to be a phenomenal match. And that's all I'm going to say. It should be a great match. Sorry. Uh, yeah, well, that's um, Will Ospreay's former tag team partner versus his protégé. So yeah. I can imagine that it should be one hell of a match. Let's move on to some more exciting and fun news. Charlie mm. Morgan is going to be the first entrant in Wrestle Carnival's Queen of the Carnival tournament. Um, yeah, that's a good start. It is. Uh, as I say, she picked up the win. I believe it was a pure show. Uh, she picked up the win over Jetta. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I'm sure, as you say, that is going to be... Uh, she is a phenomenal talent. I'm glad she made her return to wrestling. Yeah. After announcing that so. she was going to retire. I have got something in my throat, and I feel I'm oh, not good. <coughs> I'll do the next story as well. FNW have announced Eric Young for their Rise of the Kingdom show on the 20th. You're going to be there, Kingdom. aren't you? I have my tickets because I bought an FNW season ticket. <sighs> and it has been announced that he will be facing... Martin Kirby. Um, Eric Young versus Martin Kirby, they are going to match up so beautifully. It is going to be an absolutely brilliant match. Um, FNW are announcing a lot of things for their shows. And um, if you want to see them, if you go onto Powered 4 TV, you can watch some of the old FNW shows. And there are some absolute crackers on there. Um, do have a look. And of course, if you want to see them, go to Powered 4 TV. 
Type in T-Pod and you will get a month free to watch as much wrestling as you want. And then you can stay on and it's only $7.99 a month for some amazing wrestling. Right. Our next story. Wolfgang has been announced for ICW. Wolfgang is returning to ICW on the 5th of December and he's going to be at the asylum where he will face BT Gunn with the winner going on to face the ICW champion. It's going to be really popular with the fans to have Wolfgang back at the asylum. He is going to be hugely over. Yeah, I heard Shah Samuel uh, made his return at uh, Fear and Loathing. He did indeed. As I believe Jack Jester's tag team partner. So you got what you wanted. It was a true tag team match in the end. It was indeed. Kinky... Oh, it wasn't Kinky Bastards. It was Kinky... Kinky Party. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> a Kinky Party, yes. I got there in the end. Yeah, um, ICW bringing back um, a number of their... Um, traditional wrestlers because Jackie Polo made his um, return as well. Yeah, so it's the NXT UK crew though that's very interesting, especially since they got Noam Dar to drop the title without dropping the title. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, uh, yeah. As you say, they took the title away from him. Kevin is the current champion. Fantastic. Uh, congratulations to him. There's a lot of new champions about at the moment. Yeah. Uh, so where were we? You you missed out on the FNW because you're no, going to be the FNW. You did, you were at Rise of Kingdom. Uh, Eric Young, of course, being down. Uh, that is his second show in the UK. Of course, he'll be at Wrestle Carnival as well. I'm going to uh, be there too. You're going to be there too. Yeah, you're going to see uh, him twice. I noticed. Didn't he give a little light to saying uh, get him on our podcast? I'm sure he did. Did he? I'm sure there was a light for me when you uh, mentioned about uh, bringing him on the podcast. Maybe we can talk to Gary. Uh, we'll have to have a chat with Gary and we'll chat with John. Exactly. I mean, you're going to be at FNW and, of course, uh, Russell I'm just Carnival, following so. him around the country, really. Like a you little lost puppy. And, of course, Askel Tisco is now also making days, so that's great news. Okay, so Charlie Evans is heading back to the UK. Uh, indeed. So uh, she has stated that uh, she'll be taking UK bookings as of January and onwards. Of course, the former tag team partner of Millie McKenzie as the Medusa Complex. Uh, she did. She, she was quite an integral part to the UK women's division for a couple of years coming over from uh, Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, she's currently in the states. Uh, I know she worked a few death matches recently. I've seen. Uh, so she, yeah, she's not afraid of a death match. She's certainly not afraid of intergender. Uh, she. Didn't, I don't uh, think she's afraid of anything. No, no, not at all. Because uh, I believe the first announced appearance is going to be for rest, uh, wrestling resurgences. Bring me the mask of Karanawar. And uh, I do title. believe that uh, the main event will be Charlie Evans uh, against Cara Noir. I can buy that. A very, very interesting uh, match indeed. <clears throat> so, uh, welcome back, Charlie. We look forward to seeing you on the UK scene. Maybe we'll see you at FW. Maybe we'll see Fingers you at uh, Wrestle Carnival. Who knows? Contact Gary Ward. <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, Drew Parker. Uh, now, we mentioned last week he was set to compete on the New Year's Eve show for GCW. Uh, 
Uh, he is now being confirmed for five GCW shows over January, which includes the New Year's Eve and a New Year's Day show in Atlantic City. Uh, sorry, I, I missed, uh, I said Atlanta last, I missed Atlantic City. My apologies, much, much different. Uh, January 14th, they are in Detroit and he will be there. He will also be in Chicago on the 15th of January. And then finally in New York City for January 23rd. That's brilliant that he's getting all of these bookings and he thoroughly deserves them. He, he is. Uh, he is a young, little, uh, crazy son of a Mahamahamahamana. He is indeed. I will definitely go with crazy. Um, uh, there's not many people I've seen with darts sticking through their faces. Yes. Uh, was it the Urch, Urchin Prince? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm sure it was the, uh, uh, the Urchin Prince. Urgent Prince or something like that that he used to uh... go by. But uh, that would be uh, yeah, very interesting and let's say I'm sure he was the former GCW ultra-violent champion because, you know, GCW isn't hardcore enough that they, they just needed to add a ultra-violent. I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping it'll get to go up against Eddie Kingston. That would be a really interesting match. Eddie Kingston, I'm sure, would love that match. Actually, I'm sure Drew would absolutely love that match. Absolutely yeah, and Eddie has well. been taking more GCW bookings, so hopefully that. Yes, uh, right. GCW are popular at the moment over in the states, aren't they? They're really been gaining uh, ground. They're overtaking TNA. Yeah, uh, they really truly are looking to certainly take that spot. ROH had as well. Well, they've just sold out the Hammerstein Ballroom. Mm, uh, yeah, so Which is a hell of a match. thing to claim yeah. And of course Drew Park will be there for it <laughs> It will indeed. indeed Cara Noir has been announced as part of the WXW Six Man Ladder Match to crown a number one contender For Axel Tishner's WXW Unified World Championship Now who's he going to be wrestling along with? Uh, so that is Guillaume Blanc Which I believe is White Eagle mm-hmm. uh, Tristan Archer Of Who France uh, Hector Invictus Hungarian, I think, possibly. Uh, Dennis Kashdulin, uh, German, and Levanio, German. Uh, of course, uh, Axel Tisco will be defending his title on that night as well against Jörn Simmons. Uh, WXW continue to prove that they are the number one in mainland Europe. Indeed. I get to do my football results now, don't I? You do? Oh, yes. Champions. Lots of new (laughs) champions in the UK uh, this past week because, you know, it is that time of the year. uh, Lots of end of year shows for a lot of promotions. So we've had a lot of new champions. So congratulations to all of these people. Daniel. TNT Extreme Champion, Dan Maloney. TNT Extreme Women's Champion. Alexis Falcon. Alexis Falcon. There we go. FNW champion, Danny Black. FNW Z Force champion, Mad Kurt. Oh, and he was only just able to get into that ladder match. TNT Ignition champion, Cameron Solis. UKPW British champion, Alexander Roth. UKPW women's champion, Evie Madden, the locksmith. And UKPW tag team champions, Two good eggs. And I think we should also mention Chuck Mambo, don't you? We should. Chuck yes. Mambo, 
has won the Defend Indie Wrestling 10-year anniversary tournament. Well done to him. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations to all of these people. Cameron Solas, uh, in particular, he's been off that TNT Ignition Champion for so long. Uh, he then won it and held it for 30 seconds. Uh, uh, Alexander Roth, of course, he's been rechasing to regain that title off of Dow Jones for an entire year. So I'm, he is happy. As you say, Mad Kurt, he was the last entrant to the Magnificent Seven uh, match. He had to face Charles Crowley in the qualifying match earlier in the night. Uh, congratulations to him. Danny Black. Uh, huge congratulations to Danny Black. Uh, I don't know. I think he ended up wrestling Luke Jacobs and not Chris Ridgway. I'm not sure what happened there. So we'll have to wait and see because those will, well, the TNT Extreme and the FNW shows, of course, will be on Powered for. They will. I mentioned that um, during my FNW news about Eric Young. I mentioned our fantastic T-Pod discount code. Exactly. Rev Pro UK. Yeah, let's go on to some results and reviews for the week. Uh, There was a lot of wrestling to watch, particularly from Rev Pro UK. They had Day of Reckoning 2, Live in Hunted and Free, Uprise in 2021. Uh, Of course, we got the NXT UK as per usual, Progress Wrestling and ICW shows. Uh, So uh, we'll get onto that in just a short while. Let's talk about RevPro UK. As I say, the free show. So I'm going to go through. I'm not going to talk about Dev Reckoning or Live in Hunterdon. Uh, I will mainly only talk about Uprising. Uh, Let's go for this. Uh, Cole Fredericks defeated Chuck Mambo. Yota Suji defeated Lucian Phillips. Aussie Open defeated Callum Newman and Robbie X. Alex Cochran defeated TK Cooper. Luke Jacobs defeated JJ Gale. And Mike Bailey defeated Connor Mills. That Bailey Mills match was fantastic. Rough monkey, Ooh, the funky monkey. Yeah, really, really good match. Uh, then there was Live and Hunted and Free, which was the same day as they have reckoned to. Uh, Robbie X defeated Luke Jacobs, which was uh, quite surprising. But Sunshine Machine defeated Doug Williams and Brendan White. Mike Bailey then defeated Callum Newman. Alex Coughlin and Cole Fredericks defeated team to extremely athletic men uh rkj defeated lucy and phillips and then destination everywhere and show to umino defeated united empire uh, so there were some uh really good shows but uh i'm you're gonna note something did you notice something when i talked about those results right there I did not. Go on. There was no women's match on two shows on the same day that they held. You're right. That's a bit poor. Do better. Yes, especially because you've got a bloody good roster as well. Amazing women to pick from. There's huge. There's so many great women in the South and the Midlands and the North. They're all around the UK. You rev for UK, you are... The biggest independent UK wrestling show. You should not be running shows without women's wrestling. Right. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Uprising 2021. This was the big one. This was uh, Will Ospreay versus Shota Umino, of course, for the 
British heavyweight title. Uh, Ricky Knight teaming with his father to fight, take on Aussie Open to win the referee UK tag titles. Uh, the Gideon Gray Yoda Suji match. Michael Oku, uh, Mike Bailey for the repro. It was a big show, basically. Francesco Akira and Robbie X kicked off the show and it was phenomenal. Uh, Robbie X is looking 100% in the best shape of his life right now. He really does look amazing. Uh, it absolutely shows in his work as well. His conditioning is second to none right now. And him and Akira absolutely put on a clinic of high-flying, speedy, hard-hitting, junior heavyweight action. Fair play, round of applause, and uh, definitely well worth watching. It's amazing to remember that Robbie X is only 26 years old. It is, because you think of Robbie X and you think veteran. He's synonymous with the scene, and uh, it's amazing. As you say, still so young. Uh, He's becoming a star. He's the BWR heavyweight champion now over there. He's got a huge match coming up for for all that championship. He's defending that title. We'll be talking about it in just a little while. He's just uh, in the best shape of his life, having probably the best match of his life right now. You know who I think it'd really fit in? Where? ICW. He would be an absolute uh, fantastic addition, even to the heavyweight division for the main title. Uh, you, you would think maybe, well, he, he would, of course, make an absolute uh, fantastic Zero, uh, zero, zero G champion. champion. Yeah. But, of course, I just feel like, I feel like he should be at the top echelon of cards right now. Uh, yeah. I just think he's got the look, he's got the attitude, he would fit in beautifully up there. I think there's a lot of promotions where he would look good sitting atop the card in the uh in the upper echelon, in the upper ranks as a star of any promotion in the UK right now. So BWR, of course, have got him in that position. Sunshine Machine then defeated Alex Coughlin and Carl Fredericks. Uh <laughs> Even in the score for their singles losses, this, of course, was typical Sunshine Machine. Oh, just great. Uh, TK Cooper is fantastic. Chuck Mambo is amazing. Again, you talk about them being veterans, but again, they're so bloody young. Mm. Uh, uh, They, uh, again, two guys that should be at the top of the card. Uh, in most promotions in the UK right now. Uh, we'll talk Alex, about them a little bit more at Progress. Yeah, so Alex Cochran and Cole Fredericks uh, were, uh, of course, the LA Dojo guys. Uh, I think Cole Fredericks says, of course, he's now a graduate of the LA Dojo under Shibata. And, of course, uh, Alex Cochran, I think, is going to be the third graduate to come out of that. Uh, and he is a beast of a gentleman and he has a great little mustache on him as well (laughs) so uh you know sugar rating just for that mustache i uh oh actually i'm just gonna mention something huntington show yep uh 
I don't know if they're ever going to listen to this podcast, but some little idiots nearly got themselves smacked in their heads by uh, by uh, Mark Davis, Aussie Open, Joshua James, Will Ospreay, and a few others uh, who were being a bit big boyish. And I wonder if that's the same for when we were there. I think so. I think so. When we were there, there were a couple of people chanting and things who really tried to dictate and a couple of not so great comments towards some of the women uh, wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, uh, But yes, they certainly a couple of people who got a bit larry and uh, and yeah, probably probably would have got their head smacked in by Mark Davis, but uh, luckily escaped that. And uh, there's a guy called Joshua James, huge guy, uh, one of the contenders over... uh, Rev Pro at the moment, so yeah, don't be big boys. No, Sit in your chairs, chance, have fun, but leave your big boy pants at home. Okay, the only one that wears big boy pants is Gene Money. <laughs> anyway, he'll uh, happily show you the. Yeah, he will. Uh, Alex Windsor then took on Debbie Keitel. Uh, this was. Okay. I'm waiting to be sold on Debbie Keitel. I know that um, she's definitely got a lot of talent, um, but I'm I'm hoping this is going to be like Ginny. I wasn't sold on Ginny for ages, and now I'm a massive fan. So. Yeah, I'm going to talk probably a bit more because uh, uh, she, she wrestled on progress as well against uh, one of the top women in the division. She wrestled here against one of the top women, so I'm going to talk about a bit more there, but I, I'm on similar veins at the moment with yourself. Michael Oku defeated uh, Mike Bailey. Uh, this match was long. This match dragged a little bit towards the end. It was Rad. a bit. Yeah. Uh, I just, yeah. I just kind of like felt like, you know, they, I, they did a lot and I was just like, yeah, I want you just going to be pinned soon. <laughs> God. No, we're going to keep wrestling till spontaneous combustion occurs. Yeah, uh, the old fight forever uh, certainly felt like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, guys, it was a great... I'm not saying it was a bad match in any way, shape, or form. It was phenomenal, but it was long, and they did a lot. And... Yeah, they don't. They, you don't always have to do that much, <laughs> really. In my opinion, uh, let's talk about somebody that probably didn't do that much. Yeah, Gideon Gray. Yeah, he really didn't know. Actually, he had a fantastic <laughs> out in here against Yoda Suji. This is a months-long storyline of Gideon trying to get Suji to join the Legion, and uh, Suji got cocky <laughs> and speared him. Went to the pin, one, two, lifted him up. Oh, one. I don't want to do that. And then he did it again. And then he tried another time and he got rolled up. And now Yota Suji. A legit roll up. No interference. No interference. Wow. Just Yota Suji's own hubris is the only reason he is now going to have to join the Legion. Gosh, I'm surprised at that. Uh, they teased interference. They even had a referee bump. They even had Lucy Phillips uh, ejected from ringside uh, to make sure to, to let you know that there was going to be no interference in the decision. It was 
literally down to Yota Suji's hubris. He could have beaten uh, Gideon Gray on several occasions and got punished for not finishing the match. And now he's going to have to join the Legion. So there we go. And then a tag team who I've watched many, many times on the holiday circuit. RKJ and his father, the Zebra Kid, Roy Knight. Uh, and Ricky Knight Jr. here, father and son. Uh, but this was an interesting, interesting match. Uh, it had a bit of a screwy thing where referee didn't see Aussie Open use a chair on Ricky Knight Jr. So then Roy Knight uses a chair on Aussie Open but gets disqualified. I mean, Ricky Nigel would never be able to uh, go after the Rev Pro title. But then Chris Hatch came down, because Oscar Harding was the actual referee. So Chris Hatch came down to ringside, and he said, no, 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 Aussie Open used the chair first. You should disqualify them. And right, uh, my issue when promotions tend to use this way of trying to do this convoluted bit uh, is well why doesn't that happen in every match why is there no VAR or referee at the back so you know you can't can't do it for one match and not do it for it doesn't make sense so I'm, I'm deducting points for that just outright in the end they just decided to have a hardcore match uh which was vicious and violent and hardcore uh, sorry, no disqualifications match, but it was vicious and violent and hardcore. And uh, Roy Knight uh, legitimately injured his arm. It looked like possibly off an errant chair strike, uh, which went towards the head. Ricky Knight got his arms up. But I think the chair went in at a bit of an angle. Ricky or Roy? Uh, Roy had his arms up. Uh, Mark Davis swung the chair. Looked like... It came down at an angle rather than flat. So you imagine if you brought your arm up and then you can just... Yeah, I think that was where the injury... I can't be for sure because, as I say, there was a lot of dangerous stuff done in that match. Roy Knight did a suicide dive and then did a giant elbow drop off the walkway ramp onto a chair... And Kyle Fletcher. Uh, so it could have been at any of these points, but he, he <laughs> definitely looked like he legitimately hurt his arms. You can see Ricky Knight actually talking to him, and I think there wasn't even a thing just to say, bring this match for an end, which they did. So Ricky Knight Jr. and Roy Knight uh, won the tag team titles. Um, Ricky Knight Jr. is free to again challenge Will Ospreay for the title. He's not banned from ever trying to challenge for the title ever again. So I'm sure we will see Ricky Knight Jr. And will Osprey down the line once more. I look forward to it because their match was phenomenal. Yes. But in the main event, Will Osprey was in Shotumino uh, uh, for the British heavyweight title. Of course, Will Osprey also made him say it was for the NJPW World Championship title. Uh, and it was a good match. It was slow to build. 
but it didn't overstay its welcome. They didn't go at 100 miles an hour. They brought the pace up and then brought the pace down at several uh, points during the match. Uh, some great comeback spots, a couple of decent full finishes. And then the way Will Ospreay wins is first he hits uh, Kazuchi Okada's Rainmaker. He then picks him up and uses Shingo Tagaki's Last of the Dragon, uh, which is a sort of like a pump handle driver from the mm-hmm. shoulder. Yeah, F you to the shoulders. Uh, and then use his hidden blade. So, of course, so he's used the uh, finishers of the top two guys in New Japan, who, who one of which he will be facing, of course, in Wrestle Kingdom. Or maybe not, because I am a little worried about this. I saw this today. Uh, I had, didn't have time to write up an article. I really wanted to. But Japan have just instituted a, another COVID protocol uh, shutdown almost, in which there will be apparently no foreign travel into uh, Japan for the next month. Now, if things go, things and it passes, it shouldn't be an issue because the matches are on the January the 5th. So if the restrictions are withdrawn within a month's time, they should be okay. Unless, of course, they put quarantine uh, still in effect, which could jeopardize it once again because at times you can have a two-week quarantine. Uh, But this could really hurt New Japan. You know, the amount of talent that right now is out of New Japan, uh, or sorry, out of Japan, Jay White. Uh, well, oh, David Finley, Andrews Robinson. Yeah. Uh, Will Ospreay. Jeff Cobb's back in the uh, in the States right now. Yeah. Uh, you can Apparently see it they because... can't go over now, but they would have to be locked down for a huge amount of time. So... No one's going to want to be spending Christmas in a lockdown hotel in Japan because Japanese hotels aren't particularly well known for their um, space. Unless you're saying at the top end. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, well, I assume Will Ospreay. Uh, I, I don't know because uh, the thing, the issue with Will Ospreay might be slightly different because I don't know what his residence status is with Japan. I do believe he... I don't think it matters what your residence status is. It just depends where you've been. Mm. So, yeah, it'd be very interesting to see that. Uh, but as I say, showroom and a fantastic match. Uh, Dave Meltzer, uh, I believe, gave it a rating of four and a half. Uh, I noticed on Cage Match earlier. So uh, didn't rate any of the other matches. Watch it all, Dave. Watch it all. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> British wrestling's better. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Great show overall. Uh, I'm going to give the Huntington shows only three sugars each because they didn't have a women's match. Uh, I am going to give Uprising hmm, four sugars. Ooh, that's a good one. Four sugars, yeah. Right, shall we have a chat about NXT UK? Uh, yes, yes, let's go for it. I might, I'm going to have to do my best to avoid swearing in this one. Okay. 
The first match was Jordan Devlin versus Mandrews. And in the um, coming out, they found out that Danny Luna was missing. Now, how the four-letter word did Devlin kick out of a top-rope poison rana into a destroyer? Because wrestlers can kick out of anything, don't you know? I'm sorry, that was complete BS. Um, yeah. And it wasn't even a, sort of like a close two count. It was a strong kick out at two. Yeah, it was... it's, uh, it's like I said earlier with the Bailey match. Things, you don't have to go all, you know, it's... Uh, it, it, you know, there's, there's an old man who yells at clouds who says sometimes they do too much and... Sometimes he's right. <laughs> well, I look like an old man at the moment, and I'm going to shout at them. I thought that was complete BS. Um, it was a good match overall, ignoring that and ignoring the fact that Devlin was in it, and mm. he won, so yay. Yeah. Um, we then had a promo um, video showing Charlie Dempsey joining the family, if he has joined the family, which mm-hmm. he appears to have. And then we were interviewing Gallus, who was saying they were going to kick Dempsey's head in. I'm sure he's terrified. Yes. Of course, you know. Uh, Sam they're, 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 they're wanted by the police. They're firm, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sam Gradwell then interrupted Noam Dar's party because it was too noisy and waking him up. Um, Sid Scala was then asked why he wasn't having a title shot, Sam Gradwell, um, because he was just taking on Noam Dar in a standard match. Um and we then saw that Johnny Saint is back. He is, he is. Uh, without a face mask as well. Yeah. And he announced that there is going to be a Heritage Cup match and Sam Grabwell will be going for the Heritage Cup. Uh, Aaliyah James then took on Isla Dawn. Um, I love Aaliyah James, but this was a nothing match, really. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, I love Aaliyah James. Uh, we got to see lots of bits of it. But I'm hating this Isle of Dawn thing. Isle of Dawn wins, goes to a box of trinket, and gives back Aaliyah James's scrunchie. Yeah. So oh, God, I'm guessing open. she's going to be taking on everybody that she's stolen from on her way to uh, having a match against Mako Sadamora where she'll lose and uh, go back down to the bottom of the uh, thing. And then they'll forget that she's a witch and she'll come back as something else, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Zaya Brookside is then whinged to get an opportunity. Bratty Brookside. Bratty Brookside. Um, she's very good at whinging. She is an absolute brat, isn't she? I, I, this is what we needed to see out of Zaya Brookside because we'd all got frustrated and bored with her as a baby face. This is much better. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a something. And she's going to get an opportunity to get beaten up by Mako Satomura. Uh, we then had a Mustache Mountain promo. Um, where they said they were going to win. Within her pretty deadly promo, where they said they were going to win. Um, I think pretty deadly are going to keep hold of their belts. I'm undecided. Are you fence sitting? I'm, I'm, I'm fence sitting because I'm like, you got to give them. You would have, because obviously they've never held the tag team titles, and it seems so strange that Mustache Mountain have never held the tag team titles. But I well, I don't want I, I don't want them to beat pretty deadly, but I do want them to have a tag team title run. 
I would maybe like him to win and then lose him back and then do the split, at least to just say at least Tyler Bate did the uh, triple crown. I can understand where you're coming from, but you can do the triple crown another time. Yeah. With somebody maybe. else. Uh, with Pete Dunn, because uh, that'd be nice. He might want to fly back to the UK soon before he realizes, uh, before Vince realizes he's still on the roster. <laughs> Angel Hayes then took on Danny Luna, but Danny Luna was not there because out came Ginny to announce that she'd removed Danny and she wouldn't be there for a long time and she is no longer involved in a business relationship with Joseph Connors. I hope this doesn't mean Joseph Connors gets lost in the shuffle because he is a really good wrestler. Um, we know he was coming off an injury, which is why he was not wrestling. So hopefully okay. he's Maybe back now. Back then, yeah. yeah. Um, Ginny took the place of Danny Luna in this match against Angel Hayes and was hyper aggressive and won with the makeover. Yeah, I like that. Uh, like Ginny when she's hyper aggressive, she needs to come back strong and uh, seems to be doing so. Yeah, Nina Samuels show next where she interviewed Mako Satomura, except she didn't interview Mako Satomura and she was told to go away. Yeah, so I'm guessing we're going to get her versus Millie McKenzie. Oh, goody. Um, <clears throat> I like Nina Samuels, so it might be a good match. We'll see. I would like to maybe, and just uh, if, if we're not going to push her as a wrestler, to, to have her as this new, uh, yeah, backstage interviewer, annoying. I like yep. that. I do. I, I like her annoying the Nina Samuels shows. I absolutely love it. I love it when <laughs> she wrestles too. I think she's an amazing talent. Uh, but she. She's uh, she's got that comedic thing like the Iconics, but better. Yeah, I can see that. It's a good good um, comparison there. Noam Dar then put stickers on the Heritage Cup to blank out the previous winners. That was funny. Ilya Dragunov then cut a promo saying that he was going to keep his title. Um, Kenny Williams then interview uh, interrupted um, the subs backstage. And we're going to have Kenny Williams versus Mark Andrews. I'm happy with that. That'll be a good match. Yes, because Flash Morgan is injured and out with a separated shoulder right now. Uh, so we uh, wish him all the best. Uh, same goes to LK Mezinger, who's just uh, put on Twitter that he is also out with a uh, separated shoulder. I watched the Ref Pro um, uh, Hall of Fame award for Ryan Smile. Oh, God. Um, I forgot to mention that. Uh, it was talk about it right at the end, Wolf. Yeah. yeah, right at the end. Um, we'll but yeah, he had his arm in a sling for that. Um, uh, did flash. Uh, we then had Dar versus Gradwell for the Heritage Cup. Um, round one, Sam Gradwell got the pin after using the knee brace and knocking out Noam Dar, um, who looked very convincing knocked out. Yes. But really then... Good. In round two, Noam Dar... Just rolled him up. Three with the Nova Roller. Yeah, good man. Uh, round three was focusing on Grabwell's knee and the knee brace was removed. Round four, Shah Samuels hit the knee from behind. And round five, Gar managed to make Grabwell tap with this champagne super knee bar. Poor Grabwell. Poor, poor Sam. We love Sam, you. New Yorker. Well, you know what? He came out of it a face. He did. So, so uh, will they keep him as a face? I mean, he's fantastic at uh, being annoying. I think he could be fantastic at being annoying in a positive way. An annoying face. Yeah. yeah. I have an annoying face. I'm told that often. Right. You then watched a four-hour show, didn't you? Near enough. It was three hours and 44 minutes total. It was Progress <laughs> Wrestling's Behold the 
Dirtle. I've only uh, watched one match out of it so far. Uh, was it the Chris Ridgeway versus Kid Lycos match by any chance? Yes, it was. How good was that match? Um, that goes on the match of the year candidates, that one does. Um, brilliant. Oh, just two absolute amazing, fantastic wrestlers at the peak of their games. Uh, Chris Widgeway punished every limb he could get a hold of. Uh, Kid Lycos was a little bit more focused on the knee after slamming his knee right down on the uh, apron, the hardest part of the ring, don't you know? No, you forget. Uh, and it's uh, it was just a phenomenal match that ended with Kid Lycos once again take oh sorry because Ridgeway once again taking things just a little bit too far because he could have beaten Kid Lycos a couple of kicks earlier but still waited to deliver that punt to the back of the head while they they almost lay pro it is the most vicious finishing move in wrestling. Right now is uh just uh, it is great because it actually it, it looks sick it looks like he's literally just gone the way he delivers it is just fantastic because uh, it looks like he could just wax him right in the back of the head obviously he's not because uh, to do uh, to just smack somebody like that would be uh, well that'd be assault and attempted murder <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just it was a phenomenal match these guys are just. So, so good at everything they do. Uh, Ethan Allen and Kid Lycos, too, on the outside, cheering on but not getting involved. Absolutely loved that. Uh, 100% match of the year candidate, as you say. And, uh, yeah, if you've got 20 minutes, go check that match out right now. It is well worth it. Right. Uh, up next was Malik versus Danny Black. And much like Chris Widgeway, uh, Malik dealt out a lot of punishment and Danny Black took a hell of a lot of punishment. He was uh, just shown to truly be outgunned by Malik, who was bigger, taller, uh, rangier, better striker, uh, Danny Black had his moments, but uh, Malik was all over him, uh, picked up the win. Lana Austin then uh, defeated Rory DiMatteo, which really surprised me, actually. I really came as I did not expect uh, that to happen. I thought maybe they'll give it a, a, like a, a buyout and have Alexis Falcon at least cost of the match, just to give it a buyout and Laura DiMatteo win. Uh, but, no, they chose to go at Lana Austin. Uh, it was a good match. Uh, Laura DiMatteo struggled with Lana's size. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was a very interesting match. Following the match, Alexis Falcon delivered a big uh, roundhouse kick. Uh and uh, yeah, laid out uh, Alexis Falcon. Uh, sorry, Lana Austin's Alexis Falcon laid out Lana Austin. Uh, overall, it was a good match. Uh, uh, Big Guns Joe then defeated the debuting Tate Mayfair's. Uh, and this was really good. This is the first time I've got to see Tate. You've seen him before, seen him a couple of times, seen him a couple um, of times. Rumble Wrestling, uh, and uh. He looks fantastic. Uh, he's he's ripped to the gizzard. Uh, 
He had a great promo before the match. Uh, great little whitey promo at the end of the match as well, because he came up the uh, loser in the match for Big Gun Show, picking up the win via submission uh, using the Boston Crab. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of uh, tightness is greatness. And uh, I think there's a lot to that right now. And we possibly will be speaking to Tate Mayfair in the near future. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, I need to just confirm a few things before we get that. But uh, really looking forward to actually chatting to him because, uh, as we say, you mentioned seeing him at Rumble. Uh, we know he's going to be part of the Tuesday Night Graps. Uh, he was part of the last show as well. So it'd be very interesting to talk to him about uh, that. And, of course, our usual. Rio then defeated Sky Smith. Oh, no, sorry. No, I'm skipping ahead. I've missed two matches. I told you, it was a lot of matches. <laughs> it was a long show. <laughs> it was a long show. Uh, the Young Guns defeated the Kings of the North, uh, which again is a little bit surprising. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it that the Young Guns are obviously an established team in the Progress roster, whereas Kings of the North uh, have just kind of arrived. But I thought this would be the match to give to Kings of the North the rub. Uh, you know, we had them come in and lose to the Smoking Aces. It seems a little strange to have them now lose a second match in a row. Of course, after the promo, they've talked about, yes, they're an established team. You wait, they're, we're going to be coming back. So there's still hope. But I, I just thought, uh, yeah, as I say, I, I, you know, I should love the Young Guns. So I'm not rooting for Young Guns to lose matches, obviously not. Uh, but they are a much younger team when compared to uh, Kings of the North. And Kings of the North, of course, are, can match Luke Jacobs' big powerhouse style because they are some big boys. Uh, really good match, though, of course, is the Kings of the North and Young Guns. What do you expect? Great match. Charles Crowley then defeated Elijah. Uh, as you say, you could say it was a surprise, but I think most people probably would have thought he was going to somehow come away with a victory. He came away with a victory. We were kind of like a lucky roll-up. Uh, after the match, Elijah was like, oh, you didn't tell me you had that fight in you. Uh, so no more secrets. And so there's still... The partnership is still going. It was a little weird. I'm not quite sure I've understood what's been going on between Elijah <laughs> and Charles Crowley, if I'm 100% honest. I love them both. They're fantastic, but I'm a little confused. But uh, even the commentators seem to be a bit confused. Right, now it was the Rio defeated Sky Met Spinson, and I wanted to get to this because this was bloody good. I loved it this every moment of this this was a great match this was a slugfest these girls absolutely took it to each other and it was phenomenal uh rio won with a choke in the end sky smithson going out not tapping referee stoppage uh just just phenomenal i i uh, i uh, after this i mean i i've been impressed with both of these girls throughout right now i'm i am absolutely high on these two girls after this match I think Rio could possibly claim to be the top female wrestler in the UK at the moment. She is everywhere. Uh, she's certainly going to get everywhere. Uh, and yeah, uh, she's going to certainly be a champion in a few places. I look forward to uh, uh, seeing her move up the card in places like ICW, TNT Extreme. I know she's the uh, title championship wrestling uh, champ women's champion at the moment. 
but yeah, she's absolutely fantastic. Uh, I'm, yeah, her and Sky Smith and both in this North and South, if you like. These two girls came together uh, and just really put on an absolute fantastic clinic. A style of wrestling that I absolutely love with great striking, uh, great wrestling. And I, I, I can't talk highly about this match enough. It's just great. Uh, there we go. Roran Banks then defeated Roy Johnson in again. I love this match. This was so good. Hard hitting, heavy shots. There was nothing technical about this match. This was two powerhouses wrestling as powerhouses. And I absolutely loved it. I was all for it. Back and forth, Roy Johnson, Roran Banks. Uh, yeah, round of applause for both those matches. Back to back as well. Fantastic. Uh, Giselle Shaw versus Debbie Keitel. Okay, so I said I was going to uh, talk about. So, now I was really, I, I saw her debut for RevPro and I liked it. I liked the way she introduced herself uh, and taking out High Anne and Giselle Shaw. So I was really excited to see uh, where we were going to go. She then had her first match on RevPro UK. Uh, it was against the Mirror Blair, and uh, it didn't click whatsoever, unfortunately. I, I don't yeah. know what, what I can else say. I then saw her have a match against Kamira, who, despite it being a very short match, and despite Debbie Kaitel winning, I actually was more impressed with Kyra Kamira. Uh, so she really had a chance uh, at Kid, because two top women, two of the best women in the UK in Alex Windsor and Giselle Shaw. And while, yes, her game was upped a little bit, I was still, I don't know if I just don't get it. If you say, like you say, if it's just not working for me, I don't get the coffee gimmick either. I drink a lot <laughs> of coffee too. I mean, seriously, I, I, we, we, I, I write, you know, drinking coffee right now. Uh, I, it's, it's, I, I'm not sure. I don't mean to be down on people, but uh, yeah, uh, Giselle Shaw and uh, Alex Windsor, but uh, did, did really well. It was they, they were good matches. They just weren't next level main event matches. Yep. And I think uh, they need to be when we're talking about Giselle Shaw and Alex Windsor. Next up was the Smoking Aces versus the Greedy Souls. Uh, again, solid, solid uh, tag team match. Greedy Souls had learned from their previous matches with the Smoking Aces. Uh, they were countering a lot of the Aces' top moves. They had the... Oh, damn it, my chest mic again. Has that changed? Yep. There we go. Sorry. I hate it when it does that. Uh, it was just a really good match overall. Uh, I, I love the Greedy Souls together. I think they are a phenomenal tank team. And Smoking Aces are Charlie Stern and Nick Riley are going to just, just phenomenal workers, both of them. Uh, great selling in this as well. And uh, just overall, this was a really, really good match after which they were confronted by the sunshine machines and tk cooper dropped a really good uh little promo i was really really impressed i've never seen uh uh, it, uh 
Could have done with a bit more bass, <laughs> but uh, overall, it, it was a really good uh, thing. It was a nice confrontation, uh, and I look forward to seeing Sunshine Machines as Smoking Aces because this match we haven't seen yet, and I think it's going to be a really good match. Uh, and then it was Gene Money versus Cara Noir. Uh, Gene Money wanted to be treated as that main event guy. I just felt like he wasn't. I wanted Gene Money to come out storming in this match and dominate using his power, his strength and size for a long period. And he didn't. Cara Noir instead took a lot of this match, uh, was more of the aggressive. And it felt like, again, they were saying that Gene Money wasn't on Cara Noir's level. And I felt like, like they were trying to say that he was, but then the, the match that they were telling for me didn't tell that story. The match for me told the story that Gene Money wasn't on Kara's level. So I did. Did I get a wire crossed? Maybe, possibly. Uh, uh, overall, it was a good match, and we saw a lot of good stuff from Gene Money. I honestly think he could be a well beater, an absolute menace, uh, and I would be here for Gene Money to be a top star on the UK scene every day of the week because uh, he may be a comedy character at times but when he gets going he is so good and I just felt he didn't get going in this match he had spurts but not enough for me overall though there was a lot of really good matches on this card it was four hours though uh, could this not have been two shows over two weeks uh, it just felt uh, afterwards <clears throat> it was left with uh, Chris Ridgway uh, coming in and Cara Noir spotting him and they faced off in the ring and then it was Progress will return. Now, previously on Progress shows, it's always gone Progress will return and it'll be the next chat and you'd have the card already made. Now, that wasn't the case. So, the next episode hasn't been decided or recorded Ooh. yet. Well, I think so. I am waiting to hear back from the PER guys of Progress to confirm, uh, but I have an inky feeling that we could be heading back to crowds. But saying that, there's a new variant in the UK. Uh, Omicron. So, Omicron, yeah. I, I, I literally think Transformers are invading when I heard Omicron. I was like, really? Unicron, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, oh god uh, so I want to stress this to every promotion please mandate masks please yep. ensure that people bring hand sanitizers uh, make sure people are vaccinated but masks are so important even with the vaccination even if you're vaccinated right now uh if you just because you're not going to get it as bad doesn't mean you're not going to pass it on to somebody who's not vaccinated and have them get it worse and have them spread it worse. But we need to not have wrestling disappear again, please. Okay, that's my soapbox moment. No, it's a good one. I've had my um two jabs, I've got my third one booked in next week, and I'm still wearing my mask all the time because it's respect for others. Yeah, I ICW. So. Yes, go tell me about it. We had a tag team match where two people had no respect for each other. The first match was a tag team match. It was the 9-9 versus the strange tag team of LJ Cleary and Leighton Buzzard. 
Um, mm. uh, this is, yeah, it, it was a good match. Um, basically, it was LJ Cleary and Leighton Buzzard refusing to tag each other. Um, Cleary actually pulled um, Dickie Davies out of the way when he was being um, choked by Leighton. Um, it was purely about how much they hated each other. And it was a great opportunity, again, for Jack Morris to show what an absolutely phenomenal wrestler he is. Um, came out of this knowing what a complete creep Leighton Buzzard is, which he is. Um, and this helped change Cleary round to be more of a babyface, um, which is useful because they were then calling out um, for a match for um, Fear and Loathing. This match ended, by the way, with the 9-9 hitting the um, Death Valley driver for a two count, uh, mm. for a three count, rather. My apologies. Um, yeah, it was a good match. What did you think? Uh, no, no, sorry. I saw the uh, the fact that LJ oh, Fury was teaming with... Uh, no, I was thought, oh, that's going to be an interesting pairing. I tell it you was. what, if, if they got their act together, that'd be an amazing tag team. You know, that's what the um, uh, commentators were saying the whole way through as well. Well, you know, James L. Kennedy, he is a genius, just like me. <laughs> he is indeed. All I can say is, blah! Um... <laughs> Rosie Knight then made her come back to ICW. Haven't seen her for quite a long time. And she took mm. on Rio, who we were talking about earlier. And Rio was a powerhouse and battered her all the way through. I was going to say, yeah, Rosie is uh, on the slight side, as I remember. Petite. Yes. yes. Um, great match. Fisherman suplex win in the end for Rio. And at the end of that, Rio called out Casey for fear and loathing. Mm. We then had Luke Cairo versus Kai Williams King with King Killer on the um, commentary, and he did a good, good job on commentary. He even wore a blazer. <laughs> Got to wear a blazer when you're on commentary. It's the law. Um, uh, this was a good match. It was... Um, Luke Cairo looked really good all the way through. Um, Kyle Williams King obviously had a hell of a lot more power. Um, there was a lovely um, slingshot uh, spear through the ropes from the outside to the in by Cairo. Um, in the end, Cairo was about to hit the Kyroscope when um, King Killer stood up from commentary and managed to put him off long enough for um, Kai Williams King to hit a Falcon Arrow, the distraction pin, one, two, three. Moxie Malone then took on Anastasia. Um, I don't remember seeing Moxie Malone. I think she was in the women's tournament, but I, I just... She, she must have passed me by. I obviously wasn't paying enough attention on this occasion. Um, and she took on Anastasia. She looked um, good in this match. Anastasia, obviously the pure powerhouse. Mox Malone wouldn't stand down. Um, yeah, it, it was, again, a good match. I would have given this um, three sugars. It ended up after a eat defeat and a load of kicks. We then went through into the Slaymore kick by... Um, Anastasia for the one, two, three. We then had an absolutely fantastic match, um, a fatal four-way between Sakiba Lee, Levi, Martin Kirby, <coughs> Talon Jr. Um, it was so difficult to write the notes for this match. Um, uh, you won't be able to see them if I hold them up, unfortunately, but basically all I've got is T hit K, K T, T K, K L, L S, K T, all the way through to try and keep up with this match. I, I'm not even going to try to explain it. Martin Kirby got busted open um, about five minutes in. 
Not exactly sure how it happened, um, but he got split open on the eyebrow. Um, and yeah, this was a brilliant four-way match. Talon Jr., as we know already, looks fantastic. Um, but this, the standout wrestler in this match was Martin Kirby. Um, he hey, looked the best you out of surprised? everybody. <laughs> no, I'm not, but they've got some of the names they've been really focusing on in this. Um, and Kirby was the one that looked the best out of all of them. And indeed, he is the one that got the one, two, three with a roll up on um, Levi. He so, was supposed then... to be in my leader of my X Men, was old man <laughs> Kirby, I must admit. Is it because he's bald? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and at the end of this, Sweeney came out and basically <clears throat> said that he was finished with Levi. Because Sweeney's been sort of mentoring Levi. Yeah. Uh... Big Sweeney has kicked him to the side. Uh, Good episode. Uh, no bad matches. Three and a half sugars. Oh uh, yeah, I, I didn't actually give my uh, sugar rating full progress there, did I? Uh, but yeah, I'd go with three and a half. Just the fact. That, uh, and we didn't for NXT either. Yeah. Uh, so NXT, I would only give about three sugars. I'd only give two and a half. Uh, NXT uh, progress. I'd uh, I'd give three and a half. There were some great matches along route, but there were. Some confusing parts. There's some storylines that, as I say, I'm not quite getting. Uh, my wires are getting crossed. I don't get it. Uh, I, don't, I don't get it. I'm all, I'm a, I might just be old and confused. Uh, it may be that case. I, I'm a lot older than I look. And, uh, not as old as me, boy. So, yeah, three and a half sugars, as I say. Uh, big props to that Rio and Sky Smith, and as well as Warren Bang, uh, Roy Johnson, and Chris Ridgeway could like us. Amazing. Uh, but yeah, three and a half overall. This is where we need to get some sort of theme tune set up for wrestling this week. Uh, before we get on to some wrestling this week, actually, should we actually talk about what's been added to uh, Team uh, Powerful TV? Oh, that's a good idea. Go on, then. Let's talk about what's been added to Powerful TV. Literally just been added to it is TNT Extreme's Extreme Field Show. Without the music, but full of the wrestling. Uh, 14 matches, I think. Just yeah. phenomenal. It was a phenomenal all-day show. Uh, FNW's bank on it. Uh, I rated this one back in the day when it was uh, available on YouTube. Uh, there's some phenomenal matches, including Callum Newman versus Danny Black, who had a match of the year candidate as well in this match in this show. Warren Banks, Chris Ridgeway. Oh, that was phenomenal. A yeah. lot, a lot of good matches. There's also just been added tonight TNT Ignition's little show of horrors, as well as pro wrestling for you's. Now that's what I call wrestling. And just signed. Everything is now. It is 100% official because we have talked it for a while. We are partnered. We are joining uh, Power 4 TV. Everything is signed. Everything is good. Uh, there will be a channel coming soon for T and Tights, of course. You can catch all of the action on Power 4 TV. You can get one month free. Daniel told you about it earlier. If you use, when you sign in, the promotional code, T-Pod, T-E-A-P-O-D. You will get one month free. So much amazing wrestling. It is the Netflix of Brit Rest. It is indeed. You cannot go wrong. Powerful TV, T-Pod. Indeed. Right. 
Now we can talk about wrestling this week. Wrestling this week. Oh, so Tuesday on the 30th, we're talking about literally, because uh, we're recording this on a Monday, we're releasing this on the Tuesday. So it will be today, uh, Modern uh, Nomad Pro Wrestling have brought back uh, Tuesday, Tuesday Night Graps. And I am absolutely excited for this. Uh, the first match, Chris Egan, Martin Kirby. Uh, sorry, Chris Egan versus Martin Kirby versus Scott Overman versus Rufio versus Elijah versus Stone Cold Men like the Reese Austin Steve. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? I can't wait to see how many people he's summoned. Have you seen the video yet? No. Have you seen the video? video? Then you've got to see the promo video for Man Like Doris, uh talking about doing Stone Cold Stunners as a kid. <laughs> and uh, he did Stone Cold Stunners so many times that he gets, he now has hemorrhoids and he can't actually deliver <laughs> the Stone Cold Stunner anymore. So he had to develop a new Stone Cold Stunner where he does it. And it's the worst because it's all based on this video that came up when uh, they were, everyone was talking about Tuesday Night Grabs coming back. And there's a video of uh, Man Like Darius delivering the worst Stone Cold Stunner in the history. Uh, so go check this out if you have not checked it out on Twitter. Modern Pro, uh, no, Modern Nomad Pro Wrestling. Uh, check out the previous videos and, of course, that video itself, Man Like the Reese doing the, this whole stuff. It's just absolutely phenomenal. It's so uh, freaking good and creative, if you like. Uh, Excellent. What else have they got coming up? Uh, well, Fra Fireball Francisco Akira has answered the first ever Chris Ridgeway will fuck you up invitational. I just broke the bloody swear. It's all right. All right. We're not being bloody uh, paid yet. Anyway. Yeah, let's face it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, no monetization here. So, yeah, Frank, uh, Bible Francisco Akira has answered to Chris Ridgeway, who will fuck you up in the day show. Why would you answer such a challenge? It's in the name, goddammit. <laughs> it's not going to go well for you. Dean uh, Mark versus Lee Hunter in a battle of the best veterans. Gene uh, Money, right? I, I thought it was, but it's Kate. There it will be a frog and bucket scramble tag team treasure hunt. So they did, they came out with this a little bit earlier, explaining some of the rules for this match. Let me just see if I can bring it up. Now it's going to have uh, Gene Money, Kid Lycos, Kid Lycos 2, Nico Angelo, Rio, Big Guns Joe, Luke Jacobs, and Mad Kurt. Now, the rules are the teams will be selected by a random draw. A blindfolded Lycos will draw the names with fan assistance. A blindfolded Lycos? Yes, a blindfolded Lycos. I love a blindfolded Lycos. Uh, the first two names picked are the team captains. One full submission to the finish. Uh, the winning team is Supreme Venue Leaders, and they will rename the venue accordingly. So there you go. I'm sure there's going to be more to it than that. Aussie Open will potentially do something. And Ethan Allen is hosting, and if he sucks, Dunkzilla will boot him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I just love it. Um, Nomad Pro Wrestling, you are just... Modern Nomad, obviously. Pro Wrestling, you are just brilliant before I've even seen anything you do. And please, please make it so I can see what you do. Please, please put it on Powered 4 TV. Yeah, how do we how do we watch Schadenfreude? Does anybody know how we watch uh, past uh, Schadenfreude? Uh, are they on YouTube or something? I might have to look that up because obviously they were the last guys to do the Tuesday night graps. So somebody in the comments section, let us know. We want to know. Uh, moving on. Anyway, Friday. Friday. Uh, British Wrestling Revolution, the last stand at the Memorial Hall in Grimsby. Robbie X versus Joe Hendry for the BWR Heavyweight Championship. Tom Felwell, Jack Turner, Leon Slater, and Jet Marshall versus Keenan Krishna, Just Joe Lando, Antonio Gonzalez, Tyler Owens Youth in a Youth in Revolt Tournament eight-man tag match. The winning team will advance to the semi-finals. We have Gia Adams versus Jenny McKilly. McKilly, thank you. I always struggle with that one. Yeah, it's like I've got a blindness with it. And with Jimmy McKilly, obviously, for the BWR Women's Championship. Brady Phillips and Ivy will take on Will with Ivy will take on Will Cruz for the BWR Underground Championship. That'll be a good. great match. Yeah. Yeah, some big boys. RKJ versus Miles Kamen versus Tyler Devlin versus Rory Coyle versus Callum Newman versus TBC. That TBC goes off around. In a six-man anarchy briefcase ladder match. Second to none, Nathan Cruz and Matt Myers versus men like Derice and Reese Ryan. And 2-Bit versus Scotty Rourke from BWR Cruiserweight Championship. That is going to be a hell of a card, isn't it? Yeah, they got, there's, a, there's a lot going on in on that card. Uh, yeah, indeed. Interested to see how that eight-man uh, tag match is going to go because, as you say, the winning team actually advances to the semifinals. So uh, I'm looking at the teams and I'm looking at them going, right, I know these guys are based in and around the area, so I think these guys will win. I'm not saying I'm thinking, but I think I know who they would probably push over in this match. And it'll be we'll see, more, we'll see. More of the local lads than the non-local lads. That, that would be just my assumption. But uh, Brady Phillips, Will Cruz, wow. Uh, I, a ladder match that involves two deathmatch legends in Tyler Devlin and Rory Coyle. And then you've got a bunch of, you know, three of the best uh, young wrestlers, RKJ, Miles Cabin, Callum Newman. I'm not sure what if Miles Cabin and Callum Newman know quite what they're in for. <laughs> RKJ probably, you know, can maybe handle himself against Devlin and Coyle. But I'm not sure if Newman and Cabin know what they're actually in for. But, of course, they have the uh, speed and agility advantage that does go well in a ladder match. Yes, indeed. And two bits, Scotty Rourke should be a great match. Uh, but, yeah, good show. BCCW have their Xmas gimmicks in Dudley. Uh, Lee Hunter versus Rufio. The Elliot Jordan Experience versus Luke Douglas. Luke Basham versus the man they call Wesker. Eddie Coburn versus MJ Grayson. Yeah. I'm assuming there'll probably be a couple more matches, but uh, days won't be announced so far. Uh, plus, in Denmark on Friday, 
the Sunshine Machine will be challenging Randers Wagner for the Body Slam Tag Team titles. Just thought I'd throw that in there. That, that um, sounds like a progress um, title. Plus in Denmark. <laughs> plus in Denmark. Yes, actually, yes. Next chapter is going to be plus in Denmark. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, yeah, so good luck to Sunshine Machine against uh, Denmark's number one tag team, Randers Pagne, which I, I, I'm sure means Randy Party. <laughs> right, Saturday the 4th, what have we got? We've got Odyssey Pro Wrestling, OPW are back in Morecambe for Buried Treasure at the Alhambra Live. Yeah, uh, we'll see the conclusion of the OPW tournament to crown a first ever OPW champion. Sam Bailey versus Ryan Hunter, Rick Marcus versus Tubit. And of course, the winners will advance to the finals. Plus, the women's champion will be crowned as Tonga, Lizzie, Evo, Jira Adams and Alexis Falcon all face off in an elimination match to crown the OPW Women's champion. We got a triple threat match: Scotty Rourke versus Lance Rivera versus RPD. Sexy Kev is teaming with Mark Meltzer as they take on the Freak Show. JJ Webb and Big Guns Joe will face Synergy and Nick Cutter versus Lucas Neon. Futr Future Wrestling are in Sutton and Ashfield with Snow Way Out. J- uh, Jason Joshua versus Brandon Brooks versus Kyle Kingsley. Kia versus Jacko Clubs. The Von Englands are back and they are versus Act 2. Mark Sanders takes on David Grant and Hustle Malone will be taking on Brett Myers. Mm, interesting. Uh, Ultimate Pro Wrestling are in Wing Canton for Winter Warfare. Uh, the Brothers Orr, friends hey! of the show. They take on Cody Lane, Summers and Shane Sabre. Uh, they face uh, nope, sorry. Brothers All versus Cody Lane Summers and Shane Saber. Cole Atlas versus Max Castle. Plus Simon Miller, the EUPW champion, will be in action. Southwest Wrestling Nightmare Before Crimbo Night One in Cinderford. The Billington Bulldogs will be wrestling as will Elijah, Nathan Bain, Chris Adams. LK Messinger was announced, but as we said, he has separated his shoulder. Um, and then on Sunday the 5th, we have even more wrestling. There's loads of wrestling going on on the Sunday the 5th. There is also on uh, Friday and Saturday. Again, most of the time, this is just the information I can find on shows. Uh, there are a lot of shows still happening in your local areas that we don't have full information on. Sorry, continue. But yes, lots of wrestling still that we've got for you right now. Tidal Championship Wrestling are in at, at the parish in Huddersfield for Destroy All Monsters. Chris Ridgway versus Will Cruz for the TCW Heavyweight Championship. Oh, that's a match I want to see. Joe Wade versus Man Like the Reese versus Ace Matthews for the Openweight Championship. Should be a great match. HT yep. Drake versus Luke Jacobs. Violence Party versus Crash Boat for the TCW Tag Team Champions. Good luck, Crash Boat. But against a team like Violence Party, that sounds dangerous. Rio versus Natalie Sky for the TCW Women Championship. Seb Strife versus Big T Justice Plus. Dara Diablo versus Tom Farewell. There's some star power right there at Title Championship Wrestling this Sunday. Indeed. Reach Wrestling. Reach in Plymouth with live in Plymouth at the William Sutton Memorial Hall in Plymouth. <laughs> A lot of times I can say that there. 
Charlie Sterling versus the English Lion, Eddie Ryan versus Jason King. That's a nice little match there. Nick Riley versus Lucky. Yestin Reese versus Toby Valentine. Joe Costa versus Carl Parker. And Grayson Reeves and Bullet versus PJ Jones and DJB. Indeed. We got the Southwest Wrestlers Nightmare Before Crimbo Night 2 in Bristol. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, matches so far are Smoking Aces versus the Greedy Souls. I just saw on Progress. It's a good match. JD Knight versus Eddie Ryan. Plus, LA Taylor and Chris Adams will be in action. We have an ICW Fight Club taping at the Asylum. Saqib Ali will be taking on Theodorus in what I assume will be a traditional rules match. Leighton Buzzard versus Luke Cairo. Daz Black versus Eddie Castle for the Zero G Championship. LJ Cleary versus Logan Smith. The returning Wolfgang versus BT Gunn. Jack Chester will be there and there will be a wonderful interview segment, the Polo Lounge, with the returning Jackie Polo. Indeed. RevPro UK will be in action as well with the live at the 229, not the cockpit, 55. Uh, and one match announced so far, Will Ospreay will be taking on Connor Mills. Sorry, I did forget to mention that Michael Oku did uh, confront Will Ospreay at the end of Uprising. So that match will be happening. And as, as every Michael Oku match, you know, Connor Mills has to fight him first and lose. Just so you know that Connor Mills isn't as good as uh, Michael Oku because that's what's coming across, Repro. Seriously, stop it. It's uh, bad. It's, just, it's a terrible storyline. Plus, uh, Connor Mills has just actually competed in an MMA fight uh, yesterday and he won. Oh, he won it, did he? He did, yes. It was a charity as well. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I meant to find more information about it. I completely forgot. And it just suddenly clicked my brain that, uh, yeah, he can be in an MMA match and he won. So, congratulations. uh, Congratulations, Connor Mills. I hope you came out with all your teeth. Indeed. Um, Passion Pro Wrestling. Yeah, uh, this is a bit of a funny one. I just added it for the sake of it. Uh, We just put this in here to try and um, show if I can pronounce some of these names. Yes, so go for it first. Anyway, who is going to be in Hungary? There is a British wrestler going to be there, which is why I brought it up. Corey McRae is heading to Hungary to make his debut for Hungary's number one wrestling promotion, Passion Pro Wrestling. It's a great name for a company. It sounds quite Japanese. Mm. Um, a stacked card showing some of the best in Europe. We'll have Corey McRae versus Gulias. Gulias? Gulias. Gulias. Lance Roman versus Thomas Sasbo. Eric Strange Tuzinger versus Laszlo. I would say Heath. that's Tuzinski. Would you say that's Tuzinski? Eric, Eric Strange, Strange Tuzinski versus Laszlo. BT versus Dennis Cash Dooling. Uh, yeah, Tenkwa. Uh, that's how I would go for it as well. Tenkwa and the Arrows of Hungary, who we love, versus Tristan Archer, who we also love, Zafa Amin and Salem. Francesco Akira, I could do that one, <laughs> versus Aguil Blank and Peter Fiani versus Dreska and Maverick versus Axel Tischner. Yeah, some, some of the top names across Europe uh, heading out to uh, Passion Pro Wrestling. I think that's literally their third show. I I'm, so have... su- Sorry, I'm so surprised the Arrows of Hungary haven't been over in the UK. Yeah, somebody bring me the arrows of Hungary. Uh, fantastic tag team, uh, well deserving of it. Uh, 
yeah, and maybe a few more of these names. But uh, congratulations to Corey McRae, of course, uh, heading out over to Fashion Pro. Uh, another young man who I've uh, caught at DNA Pro Wrestling recently. Uh, mm-hmm. Very impressive. We're on to Monday. We're on to Monday, yes. I thought I'd throw this one as well. Catch Pro Wrestling are at the Bread Shed in Manchester. Chris Ridgway versus 2-Bit. Kid Likers 2 versus Jesse Wolf. Scotty Rawl versus Brady Phillips. And there's more to be announced. And they announced it today. Uh, so we might as well throw it in now. We'll recap it next week as well because we're good like that. <laughs> and we like Catch. We do like Catch, bro. They've always uh, put on some big, uh, good shows. They have. Uh, so i uh, got to throw him in here. So Kid Lycos versus Rio. Ooh, that'll be good. That's an interesting one. Uh, Oberman, uh, so Scott Oberman, Joe Kiesler, and Miles Kamen versus Big Guns Joe, Dynamite Lee, and Chris Egan. And you've got the crew versus Steen, Birch, and Big T. I don't know who that is. I know who Big T is, but I'm not sure Birch and... Dave Birch and Iton Steen. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, I, let's say I've, I've, I like Catch Pro, so uh, I look forward to uh, seeing their upcoming shows on Powered 40 TV. Let's do a quick further roundup. We've been going for quite a while. We'll try and run through this as quickly as we can, and then we'll discuss uh, Ryan Spiles' uh, memorial slash Hall of Fame entrance. Yeah. Okay, DNA Pro Wrestling. I have announced that Callum Newman will be facing Ash Draven, as well as Tommy Kyle versus Ashley Dunn at I Am The Danger on the 18th of December. Purpose Wrestling have announced that Alex Windsor will make her Purpose debut against another debutante in Sapphire. Uh, that is at Puppies Are Forever on the 12th, I think. Uh, Rumble Wrestling Promotions have set up a brand new YouTube. Uh, they've kicked it off uh, with their Mal Mason tribute, as well as the Nino Bryant versus uh, Maverick Mayhew match that you were there for. I was indeed, and it's well worth watching. Uh, well, Nino is set to defend his newly won Mal Mason British Lightweight Championship against Danny Black in another eight-round British Rules match, and that is on the 27th of December, uh, the win of which will face Maverick Mayhew at the, uh, on the 29th in Crowborough, and this is all part of their Christmas Cracker Tour. Ultimate British Wrestling at UBW Spectrum Showdown in their main event. There will be a triple threat match for the UBW British Championship as Spike Valentine defends against Truman Roswell and CJ Carter. Spectrum Smackdown is being run in conjunction with Spectrum, who are multi-award winning events to support children with autism, additional needs and disabilities alongside their families and carers. Spectrum Smackdown is on the 19th of December at the Lincolnport Leisure Centre. Indeed, and of course... uh... Stephen, the tribal chief of the Big Fat Geek, and yourself have uh, been regular uh, showgoers for UBW. Yes. Uh, Wrestle Carnival have also announced two incredibly young, talented competitors will be making their carnival debut in a match that I think will be phenomenal. As Tommy Kyle faces Tom Farewell. This is going to be a nice one because you've seen Tom Farewell, I believe, a couple of times. Yeah, I'm said about so how much impressed you like with it. Tom Farewell. And I'm the same with Tommy Kyle, who I've seen a couple of times at UBW. Yeah. And Wrestle Carnival breaching that gap, bringing the South and the North together. Absolutely love what Wrestle Carnival do and the uh, way they go about putting shows together. Of course, we mentioned Charlie Morgan is the first entrant to Wrestle Carnival's Queen of the Carnival tournament. 
Plus, at their first show in Tamworth at the Assembly Rooms, that's now being moved to a Thursday night. That changes the name to Thursday Night Carnival. That makes sense. Indeed. Right. British Wrestling Revolution have announced their 2022 schedule. This includes January 28th, Underground 9, March the 11th, No Gods, No Masters 4, April the 22nd, I've got to scan up my page, Underground 10. May 27th, the Riot Rumble, July the 1st, Anniversary Show, August 19th, Underground 11, October the 7th, Underground 12, and November 25th, The Last Stand. Uh, Fight Nation Wrestling have also announced their 22 schedule only for the Unit 9 uh, in Milton Keynes. Uh, Rise of the Kingdom 27 on January 27th. Japanese kanji symbol. I have no idea which one it is. Uh, for 24th of February. Monarchy Rules on the 24th of March. God of War on the 21st of April. Trio's Gauntlet on the 26th of May. Parade of Champions on the 30th of June. Tax, tubes, and tables on the 28th of July. King Slayer on the 29th of September. Heir to the Throne on the 27th of October. And Reign Supreme on the 15th of December. And as you mentioned earlier, you have a season ticket, is it? I have indeed. I have got a season ticket. It was a really good deal because um, it's generally 20 quid a ticket um, for FNW. And um, I'll, I'll be open. It was £140 for the season ticket. Um, that's all the shows. And you get an exclusive FNW t-shirt. And it was go. a very limited number of tickets. And I believe they're sold out, but I'm not 100% sure. I need to double check that one. So I'll find out for next week. That sounds good anyway. Uh, Jurassic Pro Wrestling, Heidi Katrina versus Evie Madden has been announced. The Life Finds a Way on the 12th of December. North Wrestling NCL have announced that at Just Remember All Caps at the Anarchy Brewery in Newcastle, Martin Kirby will face Connor Renshaw. Plus, in a pre-show match-up, we will be treated to a tag team match of Connor Rigg and Marty, uh, Mickey Stoker versus Henry Faust and Mark Mothers. Uh, Lancashire Wrestling Federation, the LWF, have announced some huge matchups for their upcoming Fight Mayor Before Christmas on the 12th of December. Helena Razor versus Tonga. Synergy versus Keenan Krishna and JJ Webb. Katie Hawkins versus Lana Austin. Oh, Katie Hawkins. And Lana Austin. Yeah, yeah this is going to be good. World Pro Wrestling, WPW, have announced another huge international matchup for the 19th of February show as Kian Fox teams with Crusher Curtis to face the team of Supermex Hernandez and Franco Varga. I love Hernandez. Mm. They've got some huge uh, names coming in for that uh, WP, that World Pro Wrestling show. Yeah. Uh, Ty Two Cold Scorpio. <laughs> it's just going to be an amazing uh, show. Where uh, is that? Can you remember? I think that wraps up uh, the main bulk. I'm sure we've missed loads of news because this Brit Rest is happening all over the country right now. Uh, and we're sorry if we don't give you a shout out. We will always try our best to cover it. The biggest and latest news in UK wrestling. Uh, now, just before we go off the air, we would like to talk about Repro UK's Touch In Hall of Fame tribute to Ryan Smile. Would you like to go first? Yeah, I I spotted this on YouTube um, one evening. It had been popped up on there. Um, and I knew that it was on the Repro channel, but I, I was just... It wasn't something I'd gone out of my way to see, but I'm so glad I did because it was beautifully done. Um, 
there were comments from current and previous wrestlers um, from RevPro. That's um, the biggest wrestlers in the world. Yes, including Kenny Omega. Exactly, yeah. Um, but it just showed how popular Ryan Smile was, um, how appreciated it was. And then in person, of course, his wife was there. Mm. Uh, Alex Windsor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was uh, extremely touching. Uh, Windsor's. You can tell struggled to hold back the tears. I'm not surprised him. Even I struggled to hold back the tears. Uh, and I didn't even know him. Uh, it was uh, su- supremely touching. Uh, as you say, the names that they got to appear on the uh, video that included like Pete Dunn, Kenny Omega, uh, Kip Sabian, Flash Morgan Webster, and so many others. Uh, Chris Brooks in Japan, of course, DPK, uh, Kid Lycos, and, uh, you know, they, a lot of them talked about how they got their opportunities through Lucha London, uh, through Ryan Smile. Uh, he was a phenomenal talent. He really was. And it was a touching tribute and uh, a very fitting first Hall of Fame entry. It will be interesting to see who will be the second. It will indeed. Um, well done, Repro. You did that in just the right was, way. I think it was handled really, really well. Uh, touching 10 bell salute as well as all the performers came down. Uh, you could see, I'm assuming, Ryan Smiles' mum uh, and the way that she was holding on to Will Ospreay, who was, of course, a cl- very close friend of Ryan Smile. And uh, yeah, it just looked, uh, yeah, I think it was just handled so professionally, very well done. And uh, Andy Quilden did a phenomenal job. And he usually does. <laughs> Needs more women wrestling. But uh, other than that, uh, RevPro UK have been phenomenal this year. And uh, I'd say touching, touching. And I look forward to seeing them on the 27th. And as you'll notice on the video, yes, he is looking more and more like Santa Claus every week. Go on, remind oh. the guys why you do this. Uh, I am Father Christmas for a number of charities, a number of pubs, and I get to go like this and hand out presents and it's the most wonderful time of the year and I am a very very lucky man for doing it um I had my first big gig on Sunday where I was in Essex um for nearly 12 hours of Santa. <laughs> it gets very hot in that suit <laughs> and of course I am an ambassador I work for the real Santa. of course yes he's been feeding you messages don't just just remember to tell him I've been a good boy this year. Honest. Uh, you've been <laughs> you've been very good when I've seen you in person. You you paid for my McDonald's when I drove you up to Nottingham. I was a very happy camper. Indeed, and it was a great show at Nottingham. Anyway, with that said, uh, we hope you have a good day, have a good night, whether you listen to us, watch it. And just remember, folks, don't feed the trolls. <laughs>